This is ContactTalkRadio.com. Consciousness in action. And you are taking action into your consciousness by tuning into Contact Talk Radio. And on TuneIn.com, Hing.fm, and Upsnap Mobile. Contact Talk Radio. Welcome to The Soul's Journey with Tom Jacobs. A fresh look at astrology shaped by channeled wisdom on the soul and its human journey. Enjoy inspirational insights on how to change karma and make changes for the better. And now, here's Tom. Welcome to The Soul's Journey. This is Tom Jacobs from tdjacobs.com. I'm an evolutionary astrologer and channel, and uh, sometimes I do mediumship, and uh, sometimes I even talk to cats and dogs. Uh, but <laughs> you find me on the website, on the web at tdjacobs.com. And um, and the show has been uh, The Soul's Journey. I, I think this is the, the anniversary. The first uh, week in October is when I started last year. So I'm, I'm, uh, I'm thrilled to, to, have, uh, to have made it a year and, and to be uh, continually growing and investing in the show. It's it's um it's been a, a fun experience, but also kind of a an intense learning experience for me to learn about what it's like to feel on, you know, to kind of perform for an hour every week. When I teach, when I um you know do workshops or lectures, I'm on. Uh, but to do this every every week and to come up with interesting content for you, um, you know, four times, four or five times a month, it's it's been an interesting process for me to to observe this. I recently wrote my uh, email list, uh, which I've had going for I don't know seven or eight years, and uh, because I know that my uh, engagement with them has changed, because now you know the site, the kind of. All the, the free content that I offer people is through now through the show, and it used to be through a lot through blogs, um, uh, even uh, newsletters to my email list that were kind of um, you know uh, exclusive content kind of. And now it's kind of a lot of that energy is going into the show. So so thanks for listening and thanks for supporting the show. And and you can do that through tdjacobs.com forward slash soul s o u l dot html. You can make a donation to support the show, um, and also subscribe to the the podcast in iTunes have a have a healthy uh, subscriber base, and I'm really really thankful for all of you who are who are choosing to uh, you know to, to opt in to subscribe to the show and, and support it and and um, so as always I would love to hear what you love about the show and what you maybe would like to hear more of. Um, I did get one comment uh, about last week's show. Uh, from a client of mine who said um, it was it was too bad that uh, doing Kira's chart uh, I didn't get past Pluto and she made a she made a comment about well Pluto and Libra likes attention and I don't know if she meant Kira or me but really the reason I did that I, I intended to um, go through the whole chart. And yet, when I when I opened up and started talking about uh, the Pluto and Libra in the first house and the effect that it can have, Kira really responded in, in a heartfelt way, and that made me want to give her more of a big picture. So that that's why the whole chart uh, didn't get explored, because if you were listening, it might have seemed as though I don't really look at the whole chart, <laughs> and of course I do all the time. Uh, but there's also a depth of the picture uh, of of uh, karmic indicators, uh, Pluto in the chart, as well as the South Node. And its aspects, and a south node ruler by sign that is so rich and deep, and and represents a really super um, rich cache of emotional memories from different lives that shape this life. So that's kind of why I got caught up in that in that loop, and we focused on that uh, almost exclusively in that one symbol. 
So to tell you about a couple of uh, upcoming events I'm excited about, uh, first is Sunday, October 20th uh, in Venice, California. I'm hitting the road again. I'm going to be there doing a two-hour workshop called Meet Your Soul at Mystic Journey Bookstore on uh, Abbott Kinney Boulevard, uh, kind of in the middle of Venice. And um, bring your chart. Bring questions, <laughs> bring uh, and bring um, your chart or your birth data because I'll be able to make charts there. And I'm going to give you um, an introduction to soul and evolutionary astrology, and then I'm going to tell you uh, very brief, briefly. But I'm going to do mini readings on everybody in attendance who wants to, uh, to to meet their soul, and I'll tell you what your soul is here to do and how this life fits in that in that context. Um, I'm excited about this. I, I love uh, traveling. I love teaching. I love um, meeting new people and uh, also be available to uh, sign books afterwards. And the other event is a Lilith webinar, a Black Moon Lilith webinar on November 21st. It's part of a five-part uh, series called Astrology at the Edge of Consciousness, put on by astrologer Adam Allenboss. And he's, he's one of the four people who will be on there, as well as uh, Linda Hill, Eric Francis, um, Patricia Walsh, and – yeah, Tom Jacobs is the fifth one. So there are five of us, and mine is the last of the five. Um, you can sign up, get get more info, and sign up uh, to take it uh, to 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 take the webinar. Uh, the link is on my homepage on the right side. You'll see on the right hand column the first thing is uh, the first uh, entry in the list on my page is that you can click on that and, and get all the info until October fifteenth. There's a significant early bird sign up discount, so I encourage you uh, to go and do that. I think it's sixty instead of ninety five for the whole series, including getting the the, the five ninety minute videos afterwards. That's quite a deal, and it's great topics and uh, great teachers and and uh, really people uh, who are passionate about. You know, new things in astrology. So I, I really encourage you to do that. That and my part is on November twenty-first. Uh, oh, and about that, I just posted a new video to YouTube on Lilith and announcing that event, and also an intensive uh, Lilith workshop that begins in January. You can uh, get that through my homepage and also on my uh, YouTube channel. So I, I think every week uh, I actually usually forget to mention the books that are available that, that they're, they're going to take you inside how I work and give you an insights into how I do astrology and how I approach metaphysics. Um, there are over a dozen, uh, depending on how you count them, because <laughs> uh, one is a compilation of four others. But, but anyway, on Kindle, on Amazon, and on tdjacobs.com, there are, um, depending on how you count, 13, 14 books. Um, five of them are channeled, and the other ones are written. Most of those are astrology, but including um, some really interesting things on mythology, including Lilith and Chiron have their own books. And then uh, Living Myth approaches goddess asteroids and Chiron and Lilith. So uh, you can uh, get those books. And also, if you like them, uh, put up reviews on Amazon and Kindle, and that's that's, that's really helpful to me. And also, uh, please rate and review this podcast on iTunes. It helps people find uh, what they're looking for uh, when you do that, and it helps me out a lot. So I, I appreciate your support in that way. So uh, today's show is not about astrology. Uh, my guest is uh, Cameron Steele, who's a co-owner and host uh, on CTR, as well as an intuitive reader himself. Um, and I just I got inspired to do this when I was thinking about guests to to line up uh, for the next few months here on the show, and uh, for some reason this day with this topic 
to invite Cameron specifically to do it. I don't know why. We're going to find out. We're going to see what happens. But essentially, the topic is uh, love versus fear. Which so so you know those of you who listen to get astrology stuff, you know, stay tuned. You know, stay with me. Stay with us tonight because um, in fact, what we're going to talk about underlies just the basis of everything in your life, (laughs) in everybody's life, the motivation. Am I making this choice? Am I inspired to do this because of love or fear? So this is not an astrology show, uh, just to get your disclaimer, but it is uh, very fundamental to human spirituality. So Cameron, thank you for joining me uh, for this show. Well, Tom, thanks very much for having me on your show tonight. I really appreciate it, and I hope to live up to those wonderful words of... (laughs) Of, uh, and share share some wisdom that I hope that I have to uh, to your listeners yeah. and and, uh, and do you, do your show justice. Thank you, thank you. So you know the inspiration is that we're constantly hearing that love is the basis of I don't know well compassion evolution living a heart centered life um, spiritual growth you know we're hearing almost all spiritual teachers if if not every one. Uh, talk about the, the the importance of love, the place of love in our lives, and there are some that talk about um, love versus fear. Mm-hmm. Uh, some some of them will call it, you know, we'll, we'll substitute faith for love, faith mm-hmm. versus fear. You know, I, and that's that's part of my bias as I've um, read Carolyn Mace's Anatomy of the Spirit mm-hmm. seven hundred times, uh, just mm-hmm. as I've taught out of it so much that I've read it. Uh, but love versus fear, and. And uh, so we have different layers of this, mm-hmm. and it's important to point out to people because, I mean, here's what I imagined and, and you know, what I had emailed to you, what I was thinking about. Um, every time somebody comes to you with a question, you know, there's a, there's a you know, as far as you being an intuitive do, mm-hmm. doing this professionally, um, you're able to sense where this person's coming from, and you're able to see patterns. And, yeah. In, in, yeah. So I guess I wanted to, I wanted to open up the dialogue and just, and kind of talk about, you know, what you see that we don't see. What are, what are some of our blind spots when we, you know, for example, in, in this context, we seek a reading and we're trying to understand some part of our life. What kind of blind spots do, do we come up, come up with that you find yourself really often explaining to people about love versus fear, about their motivation. Wow. <laughs> that's a big question. Uh, and that's I, what I do you know, here. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's what you do, and that's what makes you so special. Uh, you know, Thanks. it's interesting because love versus fear. You know, I have had in my own experiences in life, I've gone down the road of having fear, and I've gone down the road of experiencing love, and, you know, as we all do at some level, on, on and uh, I'm reminded of a of a of a story one time that I had to go up in, in front of an audience of about 300 people and, and introduce a speaker. And, and my, my immediate response was, Oh my gosh, what am I going to say? What if I screwed up? And, and all these fears started coming up and all these, what ifs if I started coming up? And so I, yeah. I called a, I called my mentor. <laughs> uh-huh. I, said, uh-huh. I said, I'm going through a bunch of fear right now. How do I deal with this? And, and you know, he said, just embrace it. And I said, embrace it. Okay, that's really airy fairy of you to tell me that. What am I? What am I supposed to embrace here? And <laughs> and he said, just embrace your fear. And he says, be okay with your fear. Be okay with being yeah. scared. Be okay with all of that part. Yeah. And and you know maybe even go as far as to, and this is what the, this is something that I that I've used to this day. Be as be go as far as saying to your audience, I'm really scared up here. This is scary. You know, acknowledging uh-huh. it. And, and uh-huh. so. You know, in that moment, I was like, okay, I'll, I'll do that. I was even scared to admit being scared. You know, this was my first time yeah. going up in an audience and saying something. And yeah. so I just went up and I, I, I looked at the audience, you know, and, and as 
as a lot of people who speak in, in front of audiences, they, you hear the whole saying, oh, picture the whole audience naked, and you'll start, smi- uh, you'll start smiling. Well, right. I, I can't do that. I'm sorry. There's people I don't want to see naked. <laughs> I mean, and in honestly, room. and there's those that I wouldn't mind, you know. But in all in all seriousness, uh, you know, I, I got up on the stage and I said, all right, I'm, my name is Cameron Steele, and I'm here to present the speaker, and, and uh, oh, the heck with it. Listen, I want to really tell you guys, I'm really, I'm scared. I am just plain scared up here. Mm-hmm. I said, so if I make a mistake, and all of a sudden the, the audience laughed because I said I was scared. And that made me laugh and made me smile, and then I completely just, I let it go because it really didn't matter. It didn't yeah. matter what happened up there because I already acknowledged the fear. I already acknowledged that I was scared, and I gave it no powers. Tom, the thing that people do in their lives when they're scared of something and what freezes and what, what stops people is they're, 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 they, the fear stops the people, and they're giving all of their energy to the fear and to the thoughts of what ifs and, and, and all that. And, you know, Gosh, I wish I could say it was an easy thing to do to just acknowledge your fear and just say you're scared. And, you know, and and on some degree it it is, but it is a matter I think Tom of really stepping up and just doing it. It it's yeah. not a it's not a uh, you know because it's the, the the moment you acknowledge your fear, you're 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 not giving any more power to it. Right. You know, exactly. because we can get wrapped right. up in the in the in the in the in that in that fear and all of a sudden we find ourselves frozen. And, yeah. and and not being able to move. I mean, you know, there's and there's you know there's extremes of it. What happens if you're standing in front of a guy that holds a, holding a gun to your head and you're really scared? You know, you're going to be scared. And and at, yeah. that, and at yeah. that point, and even at that right. point, and listen, I've had a knife held at my throat, so okay. I, I can speak to this and and um, with experience. And the moment that happened for me, I wasn't aware of love or fear. I was just, I was just aware. I was scared. That's all I was. Yeah, exactly. But if I look back on that moment of what it, what got me through that, and I was driving, I was driving a taxi at the time. This is going back a long ways. I was driving a taxi, and a guy out in the back seat's holding a knife to my throat, and I'm about to, uh, you know, uh, because I didn't have a match of all things, you know. Um, so you know, it was pretty crazy. But I was, yeah. and I was, and I was scared. There was no doubt yeah. about it. I was scared. But I, in that moment, my my survival instincts took took over and said, "You know what? If I'm going down, you're going down with me." And I hit the gas. Uh-huh. And at that moment, all of a sudden, every care in the world just went out the window. I didn't. Right. I did. I didn't have any. I wasn't giving any more power to the fear. I, my survival instincts took place, and there was no fear in survival. It was just I'm going to live That's through right. this, and I'm not going to, and nothing's going to happen to me. And the next thing I know, I'm in the front of the in front of the police station with, with a bunch of cops surrounding the car, holding guns yeah. out. You know, yeah. because I pushed the emergency button and all that. But I mean, that's an, you know, I don't want to get. I digress a bit. So, um, but getting into good. the the fear of it is is yeah. is really for me. It's all about acknowledging the fear. And even when I'm talking to somebody, sometimes the question, Tom, comes up where you know. Uh, I'll say something to somebody, and they'll say, "Well, I'm, you know, that kind of scares me to do that." And I'll say, "Good, mm-hmm. let's talk about that. What are you scared yeah. of? What are you right. scared of? What is the what? What is it that you're scared of?" And some people don't know what they're scared of; they just know they're scared. And and so coming <laughs> coming to that, you have to you 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 kind of have to get into okay. So uh, let's use my intuition to find out what you're scared of. Are you scared of 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 change? Or you you know. I mean that's a big one for people in relationships. So, you know, some people in relationships don't want to change because they're afraid it's going to change the relationship. 
And then, yeah. then of course, that comes into play. Um, well, I have, you have to have faith in the other person. What if they don't like me after I change? You know, there's lots of dynamics that can happen, and, and, and ultimately, it comes back to uh, it comes back to to love. But there are teachers out there that say, "Oh, you know, uh, when it comes to fear, you have to run away from your fear." I don't run away from the fear. You have to embrace mm-hmm. the fear. You have to face mm-hmm. it because if you don't face it, it's going to follow you, no matter well, where that's you what. go. That's why I have you on the show, apparently, because that's a very Scorpio perspective, and you're a Scorpio as a <laughs> So great. So let's let's keep that where it is. Put, put a pin in that. We're going to pick that up when we get back All and right. uh, take our first break. Uh, stick with me on the soul's journey. This is Tom Jacobs. answers to help you navigate life the book jehudi speaks offers wisdom channeled from ascended master jehudi aka thoth saint germain and merlin on humanity's opportunities during these exciting times jehudi speaks provides what you need to know to grow and evolve on earth now a compilation of four channeled books jehudi speaks explores karmic relationships our relationships with animals loss and death of all kinds why the imbalance between masculine and feminine occurred and how to end it, and tools to evolve, including working with intuition and spirit guides, integrating past lives, and the truth about manifestation and abundance. Order Jehudi Speaks today through tdjacobs.com. The way you're wired is no accident. Your soul has divine intentions for this life. Understanding those intentions can bring greater peace and harmony to your world. A Soul's Journey soundbite from astrologer and channel Tom Jacobs is a 15-minute MP3 reading on your major life themes. Tom's unique approach to astrology sheds light on the big picture of you, your values, passions, fears, and family dynamics as divinely designed by your soul. Gift yourself and others with insight and understanding by ordering your Soul's Journey soundbite today at tdjacobs.com. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to The Soul's Journey. This is Tom Jacobs. Uh, my guest is uh, Cameron Steele, and uh, we're talking about uh, love versus fear. And before the break, Cameron brought up a particular situation you know, that was life-threatening, and it was a particular dramatic you know, thing that, that took him into fear in the moment. And he said, I don't have this perspective of love versus fear. I just was kind of feeling that survival instinct. And, and um and also, you know, he mentioned not running away from fears, and I said that's a great Scorpio perspective. Uh, I've been thinking about this a lot as I'm working on a on a writing a writing project that's about Pluto, uh, which is related to Scorpio. Um, what I want to what I want to talk about is, is some of these things that are not life threatening, not dramatic, mm-hmm. you know, not requiring us to be in uh, fight or flight mode or something that can actually creep up on us and. We forget the parts of us that have love as well. Mm-hmm. So the kind of chronic fear, you know, mm-hmm. the kind of thing that sticks with us that isn't life threatening, but feels that way, feels that way to us. And, and as I work with, with, you know, people in my practice, I, I find that much more than any particular event they should be afraid of, you know, or mm-hmm. any experience. But it's the same thing. We can, 
in that long-term chronic thing, we can forget that there is a part of us that can actually choose to be loving as well. We can mm-hmm. let that take. We can let that take over. And um, yeah, so I'm just I'm just wondering like how you how you work with people on that on that on those kinds of long-term things. Like you say, you know, look at your fear. Well, good. Right. Let's talk about that. Well, you know yeah. something, I, I appreciate that, and uh, you know, I wanted just to uh, a thought just came to mind that I wanted to just touch on, and uh, regarding love versus fear, you know, because in that moment, if I was aware of love versus fear in, in that in that life threatening moment, um, you know, I've had <laughs> with with the experiences I have now and the teachers that I've met, uh, yeah. love wouldn't have ruled in that moment. Do you know what I'm saying? You know, I, I because more. to sit to sit here and say, "Oh well, I just love you, man," for putting that knife to my throat. I'm sorry, I can't say that. You know what I mean? No, right. I, I can't experience that love feeling, and so it's right. really hard for people who are in that fear place to 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 address them and say, "You know, you have to love the situation." No, you you you, you don't. You need to you need to really. And when I say embrace the fear, mm-hmm. look at that fear and go. You know what? I'm really scared because my partner is going to leave me. I'm, you know, I can get really emotional, and and they can, they can, they can get really emotional, and they can say, "I'm really scared. I'm going to lose that person. I'm really scared that I'm yeah. not, I'm going to be alone in my life." And that's where you go in. In fact, I, I'll tell you, I'm, I'm I just experienced. A, uh, I'm not going to mention any names, of course, because they're they're mm-hmm. they're you know. I just had this experience, and we're talking about how do I work with clients on that one? Uh, well, yeah. this is fear. So I I'll share something with you. Um, I have a client. Who is? Let me just check in to make sure I can actually share the story. Yeah, I can Understood, share the story. Yeah. Okay, very good. Okay. Uh, so I have a client who is in a relationship, and the the spouse is one way with when there's people around, but then when there's no people around and it's just the two of them, it's a completely different story. Uh-huh. The, there's a there's a completely different behavior going on, and the the spouse is what the spouse is essentially what the spouse is doing is had has had experience in his life where women have left him. Okay. And so he's operating from a place of fear mm-hmm. and wants to push women away before they dump him. And okay. so he can be right in that place and have nothing to fear if he changes because he's pushing the woman away. He's pushing his right. partner away. And so his right. behavior comes from that place. So the question is, why are you so afraid of women leaving you. And, you know, we've come down to the question, we've come down to the answer of that being because, you know, his mother left when he was young, and he's afraid that that's going to happen over and over and over again. So before it happens, so he doesn't have to experience that feeling again, he pushes them away to avoid experiencing that feeling. Because that feeling, of course, is the fear of, you know, someone leaving him and, and being and feeling abandoned. So, so now that you say that, you know, there are people who are listening who are, who are thinking, um, gosh, poor, poor guy. He's like, um, you know, the spouse, he's like constructing this issue because of a fear of something repeating. And, you know, thinking about that as, as something, you know, that, that's not what we do. We, we actually all do it. <laughs> we do. We, we, we do. We, we all do. We that. do. We self, you know, we, we do. We self sabotage ourselves yeah. uh, from that perspective because either, you yeah. know, Either in fear in business, fear of fear in a relationship, fear in you know we do it with our kids, you know yeah. we we we're we're fearful that our kids aren't going to love us, so we get them something, or we're we're extra nice to them, or mm. oh it's okay, don't worry about it. But in the end, in the end, do you love your parents? Of course, 
You know, I, I mean, unless they're, you know, really bad, you know, I mean, like really yeah. bad, you know, right. but I mean, <laughs> the average, really, the, really, really, yeah. really bad, you know, like abuse of bad, I'm talking, you know, yeah, but yeah, I, yeah. I don't remember, you know, I can, I can remember as a child, I can remember, you know, wanting something really bad and my dad saying no, and I yeah. was like really mad at him and I was like, you know, just, but I, I don't. <laughs> I mean, I don't hold that against him anymore. However, the behaviors right. of that, of those times, we all behave out of fear from the perspective of loss. I think, yeah, you know, exactly. from the most, for the most part, I won't speak for everybody. So, for lack of better words, people, for your listeners out there, for lack of better words, uh, that it, it, if we're operating, if we are operating from a place of fear, we're doing it based on our experiences from either childhood or even, or even as far as past lives go. Yeah, definitely. You know, definitely. Uh, I had a I had someone today that uh, a client today, as a matter of fact, that I worked with, and um, you know, uh, we went back in past lives, and and we found out that you know she was a slave, and she was always tied up and beaten and everything else, and she's operating in her life now for fear of being a slave, being tied up, right. and being beaten. Right, which is a completely different context now, and she, yeah, so everything's different now except that it, emotional. Thing that's carried. Exactly, right. exactly. So when it comes to, now when it comes to love, you know, yeah, it's easy to say, oh, you know, there's, there, you know, I, I just, no disrespect to all of our, all of our lovely people out there who, who are new age practitioners and, and into uh -huh. this new consciousness, uh -huh. which includes myself, I might add. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, please don't, don't tell me just to love myself because that's not going to work. Okay. You know, you, know, you can't say, uh, if I, if I have a client that says they're having a hard time, well, you really have to just love yourself. You have to love yourself more. You can't get to love unless you know what unless you know what the what your fear is first. Once you yeah. know what your fear is, then you can move into a place of appreciation of yourself. Once you've learned mm -hmm. to appreciate yourself, then you can say, you know, yeah, I think I I love this part of myself. You know, I can say honestly, I don't mm -hmm. love myself one hundred percent. There's pieces of me that I that I really am kind of sketchy about and there's other pieces that i'm like you know this is the part i really i really love this about myself right you right know? but but you know and so the question is with the question would be for myself would be okay yeah. well what am i afraid of that i'm not loving of myself well because we're afraid of change we're afraid why why don't i work out at the gym like i'm supposed to do every day you know uh -huh. what am i afraid of what am i afraid of right. that's what it comes to what are you what are we afraid of are we afraid right. of our power? Mo Where we movement. afraid of looking good? We're afraid of movement. Exactly. Yeah. You know, are we? Well, well, we're afraid of failing too. You know, like I, a lot I, of those things that we we don't do because we well, we know we should. We're afraid of doing them incorrectly, or we're afraid of not, you okay. know, in normal human, you know, possible yeah, totally, possible fears. Totally. I mean, I I, I yeah. will be frank with you that you know my fear of working out at the gym, uh, yeah. and I've overcome this fear because I uh, I actually was working out for a long time. Tom and and uh, just in the, just this year I started working out more so I was going to the gym every day I was working on the elliptical I was lifting weights and mm -hmm. I came home one day now I tell you listeners your listeners will really appreciate this and I, I hope they do and, and really get the understanding of the fear because I had to go through the fear to 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 understand what was going on for me I uh -huh. came back home and I I mean when I come back home from the gym and now I actually have an elliptical in the house someone gave to us which was really nice. Um, okay. But I was coming back from the gym and I was just sweating. I mean, I, I had really good. I had felt really good about the workout. I was sweating, and I had to stop at the Seven Eleven store to, to do to get something or whatever. And I can't remember what it was, but I remember going into the Seven Eleven store, and I'm still sweating. I'm uh -huh. still sweating from the gym, 
and I'm starting to feel nauseous. I'm starting to feel dizzy. And I'm like, okay, it must be just because I did a really hard workout. Then I thought, what's going on for me? I'm really starting to feel dizzy. I was thinking maybe I was afraid I was going to have a heart attack or something like that, right? So I come back, I get back home, and I sit down at the kitchen table, and I'm still sweating. And my, and my hands are, are, are clammy, and I'm like, oh, my God, uh-huh. what's going on for me? And so I, I, I told Lucia, I said, I, I think I just got to lie down for a little while. I'm not sure. When I went to lie down, the whole room started spinning. I was getting vertigo. I mean, it was just, it was just crazy. And so finally I, I decided, okay, what I think I'm going to try is, uh, and I was feeling scared. I was feeling scared of what's going on, and I was like, okay, what have I got to do here? Because this is, this is weird. This is weird for me, and I'm, I'm, I'm kind of scared. So um, I went to the bathroom and decided to, to get sick. You know, I, you, know okay. you do the finger thing and you know, figured that might help. Because the last time I got sick, or the last time I felt that, that way, I got sick and everything was better. You know, I still, got, okay. I still went to the hospital, but it was because I, I was having an allergic reaction to something. And so anyways, okay. I digress again, so I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> but at any rate, um, after yeah. that happened, I got sick. I was like, okay, I need to go lie down for a little while. I went and lied down and I... I, w- I couldn't lie straight down. I had to lie on my side. I had to, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I stopped working out at the gym for almost three months after that event because I was right. scared to go back to the gym to have that experience and and afraid that maybe it was a thing about having a heart attack. Maybe it was. Maybe mm-hmm. I was. Maybe something else was going on for me. You know. Uh, right. And I've since worked out at the gym, but to get through that fear, I had to look at it and go. What am I so afraid of? What's going to happen here? Am I, uh-huh. I going to die? Am I afraid that if I die, everything that I've been taught is completely wrong, and I just go and everything goes black and that's it? Or uh-huh. am I afraid? <laughs> right. I am, am I afraid of of leaving my wife and kids and had, having not having anything with them, uh, not being prepared? Or you know, mm-hmm. I had to go through all this stuff, and so love didn't really cure it for me. You know what I'm saying? Uh, it wasn't well, a yeah. choice of love or fear. I had to embrace the fear and go, you know what? I just have to embrace it. What was I scared of? I was probably scared to die. I was scared that I might die. Mm-hmm. And if that's mm-hmm. the case, well, you know what? I, I have to look at this realistically and say, okay, I'm afraid to die. All right. Yeah, I'm afraid. I was afraid to die. I was afraid I was might having a heart attack or something like that. And, yeah. And I, so I just started, you know, I started slowly going back into it and, and, you know, it took me a few months to get back into it because I was scared. Yeah. So it doesn't happen overnight. I don't want people to think you can just embrace your fear and that's it. I'm a pretty fast integrator, but when it comes right. to certain things, you know, you have to take your time and ease yourself back into it. The problem with a lot of with a lot of practitioners today is they they're you know saying, oh, just do this and just pray and everything will be fine. Don't worry, just pray. Yeah, exactly. Well, it's not well, going to be because we have to. We have to embrace the fear first. We have to look at the fear first before we can actually... I, I can honestly say to you, I loved having that experience now. I can appreciate, and right. I love that experience because it really demonstrated to me that I don't, I'm not, don't need to be afraid to work out because I am healthy. I am, so, I, I am healthy. I am going to, you know, and since then I've been working out every day for 20, 30 minutes on the elliptical and I'm feeling good and, and everything's fine, you know? Yeah, let me jump in. Yeah. The, the, the two, two things that, that really jump out at me. One is that that perspective of because people say to me stuff like you got to meditate that out, you got to pray on it, you right. got to love it. You know, people say that to me, and those, these are the frankly these are the practitioners I don't go back to because they don't understand that I have to understand what it is first, which means right. sometimes being in the middle of it 
and uh, maybe being snarky or smug for a couple of days while I'm in this mm-hmm. bad mood about the fear, like right. you know, the, getting it. So it's like I, I completely get that, and I think that, and I, and I tr- and, you know, and as a Scorpio trying to, to teach people how to look at fear, like like that's 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 a that's a that's a big tool in my toolbox. Like that's mm-hmm. a that's a major one. Is like okay, you're afraid of this thing or your whatever emotion you're having. Like okay, you don't run away from that. Um, and the other thing that 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 uh, actually I lost the other thing that that brought up. Mm-hmm. Um, Oh my gosh. Well, um, uh, anyway, it, um, this, I, even my partner will tell me to let something go. And I'm looking at her like, do you not understand what is happening here? You know, and I don't yeah. make her wrong for that advice, but it is, it is very prevalent to, to try to, to, to move towards something without fully understanding it because mm-hmm. we don't want to under, we don't want to feel awful emotions unless we understand that we have to in order to move through them right you know the, the fears and and that is a scorpio perspective you know yeah. so this is a scorpio show you know two scorpios talking about fear and <laughs> it, it really it really is but I, I one of one of my one of my um uh it's, it's kind of a joke kind of tongue-in-cheek but and i say that you know because scorpio is just one one of 12 zodiac signs i say about um 11 12 of the population mm-hmm. doesn't really want to do anything with scorpio and and only a 12th of that 12th you know, thinks it's good to be a Scorpio, you know, because there's so much fear about fear and this and Scorpios need a little, well, first of all, Scorpios need drama. Like we need something intense. And if, if we're more or less aligned towards being positive and loving and generous, you know, mm-hmm. we, we don't typically shut out the other parts. We typically try to take their opinions and then move on anyway. And so, you know, I'm always trying to offer this model to people of um, there are parts of you that, you know, you, you don't like, mm-hmm. and, and including fears, including jealous you know, parts that might be jealous or mm-hmm. resentful of different things. But the relationship with those parts is everything. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. Yeah. It, it, you know, very, very good. Very good insight, because, you know, uh, along those lines, it's human nature as well, not just in Scorpios, but it's human nature and well, too. I, I think I think that it's human nature. uh to operate, you know, we, we, we make choices sometimes from a place of fear, you know, even in business. I mean, I've made choices. That's in what my I want to get to. Yeah. That's even in I my own choices yep. in business, I've made, I've yeah. made choices because of fear. And mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, you know, I, I guess and I shouldn't have done that. <laughs> yeah. Right. No. Well, but you, you learn through it and <laughs> you, you, and you see, it. yeah, you see your, you know, if you're willing to look at it and, and maybe, yeah. you know, I think, I think we're all headed towards operating from a, a space of lo- love, you know, to be like kind of new agey. Yeah. Like we are all headed there. And I'm told by the ascended masters I work with that, that that is the goal of, of human evolution. And actually human evolution centers on learning and this this is a phrase that comes from Jehudi, also known as Thoth and Saint Germain. Mm-hmm. And Saint Germain, you know, being the the keeper of the violet flame of forgiveness. So a lot of people in metaphysical circles know him as this source of you know you know this forgiveness energy. But saying that what love is, where it comes from, and who's responsible for giving it to whom is the human journey in a nutshell. And that we're all learning about that. But as a spiritual teacher, I can't, I can't tell you to avoid what's difficult. And I can't tell you to turn away from what looks like darkness. I yeah. tell you, you know, step into it because otherwise it, it can, it will keep you on a leash forever. Like yeah. you will use it to keep you on a leash and your shadow yeah. will be jerking you left and right as it sees, you know, and, and kind of taking the power back. Yeah. Um, and that, that is something that turns me off a little bit mm-hmm. from, 
when I, let's say it this way, when I hear metaphysical or spiritual new age teachings about, you know, praying it out or med- whatever, all that stuff, it is a turnoff for me because yeah. I, I, part of me goes just like with my partner when she says, you can choose to let that go. And I say, do you not under, you know, in my head, do you not understand what's happening? You know, because, because if I put it away, if I just try to meditate out, then great, I'm getting some prayer in yeah. or meditation in, but it's not changing the situation. And, and I, and I can't, um, uh, I, I can't, I can't, you know, in good conscience, yeah. uh, shy away from what's actually happening. So right. we're going to take our second break now. Uh, stick with me on the soul's journey. My guest is, uh, Cameron Steele. wired is no accident your soul has divine intentions for this life understanding those intentions can bring greater peace and harmony to your world a soul's journey soundbite from astrologer and channel tom jacobs is a 15 minute mp3 reading on your major life themes tom's unique approach to astrology sheds light on the big picture of you your values passions fears and family dynamics as divinely designed by your soul Gift yourself and others with insight and understanding by ordering your soul's journey soundbite today at tdjacobs.com. Looking for answers to help you navigate life? The book Jehudi Speaks offers wisdom channeled from Ascended Master Jehudi, a.k.a. Thoth, St. Germain, and Merlin on humanity's opportunities during these exciting times. Jehudi Speaks provides what you need to know to grow and evolve on Earth now. A compilation of four channeled books, Jehudi Speaks explores karmic relationships, our relationships with animals, loss and death of all kinds, why the imbalance between masculine and feminine occurred and how to end it, and tools to evolve, including working with intuition and spirit guides, integrating past lives, and the truth about manifestation and abundance. Order Jehudi Speaks today through tdjacobs.com. the soul's journey this is tom jacobs from tdjacobs.com and my guest is uh, cameron Steele, one of the co-owners as well as a host on ctr uh as and an intuitive uh, practitioner and uh, when i invited him on the show i had two uh topics in mind and one was uh the, this kind of personal idea which we've explored a little and now now cameron i want to move on to the the business idea because you're you're uh you know co-owning a, and operating and managing a, a business that's a uh, that's you know Bread, it's bread and butter is metaphysical stuff, but it's a business. And so, you know, I was kind of curious, um, to hear about your experiences, you know, and anybody who's going to, you know, do a, start up a network like CTR, uh, you know, consciousness and action, all this stuff about the, you know, you're going to have gone through your own uh, process of, you know, love versus fear in that way too. Not only, you know, leaving a previous profession, because you didn't like it and you wanted to move into something more positive, whatever. So I would love to, to hear some perspectives, you know, in your experience about, about, 
you know, what you've learned in the business or how you got to this business with this motivation. Well, uh, either, either way, you pick. That's an awesome question. And I'll tell you, you know, uh, <laughs> oh, my gosh. You know, I, I, I'll, I'll say this. So when I first got your email and we wanted to hear about my experiences developing and running a business and including my own process of, you know, yeah. uh, you, you know, I'll tell you, I'll be as transparent as I, as I will be. And uh-huh. uh, I, I tell you, I was, scared, I was scared out of my mind to talk about it. <laughs> right. Right. right, you know, and I, and I and I kept looking at the question. I'm like, okay, what am I so afraid of? Well, I tell you what, I'm afraid of revealing. I'm afraid of being vulnerable. I'm afraid of showing my showing how you know maybe I'm not such a good businessman, or maybe I am a sh- good businessman. Maybe I'm shrewd. Maybe I'm right. not. You know, what am right. I? What kind of businessman am I? Am I a good businessman? You know, all mm-hmm. these things started coming up, and and so uh, I said, you know, I, I thought to myself, you know what, this is a great topic because. This will allow me to embrace my fear around revealing myself a little more, you know, right. because we have right. that fear of, of sharing, you know, of, of you know, oh, my, my what am yeah, I going to share about my business? Vulnerabilities, you know. Yeah, so, transparency, uh, yeah. Exactly. So, and the word transparency has been coming up a lot uh, around me with friends. And I was like, you know, uh, let me be as transparent as I can. I said that to somebody else, and, and mm-hmm. uh, they said that to me the other day. In fact, that's how it started. Somebody said to me, let me be as transparent as I can. Okay, that's cool. I like that. You know, and yeah. I, I thought that's really nice. I, I want to be transparent too. So, you know, when it comes to the process of working with my fears and 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 in in working with my business, you know, I I wake up in the morning, Tom, and I I go, okay, what's going to happen today? You know, what 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 kind of what kind of things are going to happen today? Is my phone going to ring? Am I going to sign on some new clients? Am I going to get some new advertisers for our our awesome site? Am I? You know, I'm very proud of what of what we've built, and I'm very and for me, I, I love what we've built and what we're building. You know, uh, and I use yeah. that word love very strongly because I really do love what we do. There is aspects that I don't love so much. You know, mm-hmm. um, in every business, I you know sometimes I'm dealing with with clients that don't understand something, and I get a little bit, eh, you know. Uh, it, but but I love that part of it too, because it helps me become a better teacher to clients that don't quite understand something. You right. know what I'm saying? So so right. you know so I I work with that, and and so the fear for me around my business is, well, what happens if the power goes out, or what happens if we have a storm, or um. Gosh, you know yeah. what happens if I lose all the clients? What right? Know, and, and what happens if I have if I piss a client off, which I actually have done lately, uh, recently. Uh-huh. You know, I had a, okay. I pissed a client off recently, and and they left, and they were still angry, and then they, you know, and I and I it was my it was my big fear coming up for me of of mm-hmm. oh boy, a client just left, and now I have to go and see what they're writing about me. <laughs> right, exactly. <You> know? and, <laughs> <laughs> And, and, you know, I had to, you know, so I had to look at that and go, I'm so afraid of, of hurting my clients or maybe I'm afraid of, 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 you know, offending someone or, you know, so I try to please everybody and, and, you know, and I still do that. I still try to please everybody with the idea, even with the idea knowing that I'm not going to please everybody, but I still do because there's an aspect of fear around, around someone saying, I'm not being pleased in this business that you're running with me. And that and that manifested okay. itself by a client. She was signed on for a few weeks, yeah. and then she was gone because she well, she got pissed off about something. And you know, and yeah. uh, you know, and 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 I, I I you know I tried to reason. I tried to everything we could, but it didn't. It nothing worked. And I I don't mind. You know, I I, I understand. I understand the situation, but I was so afraid that you know, we did something wrong or, you know, yeah. but it was everything that happened was kind of out of our control. But again, that's 
the fear right. showing itself. And how did we get well, through? How did I? How did I manage to get through that? You know, I, I I had to look at myself and go, what am I so afraid of? And and I had yeah. to look at the fear and say, what am I afraid of? What's going to happen? I'm afraid that. So I was afraid that one, she's going to write a bunch of stuff and mention her name and how terrible it was. Uh, I was afraid of of maybe she's right, maybe I'm not, maybe I didn't do the good enough job. Uh, there was a lot of things that, right. that came but up. But these things come up. You know, these are particular things that will come up now. And you know, exactly, it, and but it, they'll come but, up. But in any overall. Business. You're right, exactly. But I mean, overall, like when you when you started it, mm-hmm. you know, when you started the business, I, you know, I want to I want to look at this this general thing for a second. Okay. Like when 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 you guys started the business, it was from a place of love because you wanted to create something yeah. that worked for you guys, that worked for your community, that created community. You know, so it's like it's like all those things that you're talking about. Like I don't want to diminish no, you know, that no, experience. But, but those things do come up, yeah. and you know, as a practitioner, I have the same thing. I'm always, yeah. you know, worried about pissing people off, and I do sometimes, and yeah. it just is how it works. Again, sometimes things are outside your control, but overall, I keep doing the work, right? Because I know that, you know, I, I don't know. I mean, I guess I have faith that I'm doing a good service, but it is a way of saying that I'm motivated by love yes. because I have that. Right, but so you know, think about other business situations in your life when you have made decisions not motivated. Well, you know, I, you've been I, in a business that that's what I want to look okay. at the contrast. Oh, so okay, so here's an yeah. here's an example for you. So okay, uh, I was a limousine driver a long time ago, mm-hmm. and uh, the company I was working for, great boss, wonderful guy. You know, he wanted to open up a satellite office in in another area. This was back in in Canada, and okay. uh, you know, I I was so thrilled with doing the, with driving a limousine. I was driving around celebrities. I was like, you know, people celebrities were asking for me to drive them, and you know, uh-huh. it, was, it was all fun. And I and I love and I say this, I love the job. There was no fear for me around the job. I just enjoyed it. Right. Okay. Right. And so when he asked me if I was interested in doing the satellite office for him, I was like, mm-hmm. oh. Oh, my, the fear set in. All of a sudden, right. right there, the fear sets in. What am I going to do? How am I going to run the business? Where am I going to get business? Am I going to be taken advantage of? Because people are now saying my boss is kind of a shrewd, kind of a rip-off okay. guy, and, but I have not had that experience with him, okay? Mm-hmm. But, mm-hmm. you know, all of a sudden, my fears are stepping in, and I'm listening to other people, what they're saying. I decided to move forward with opening up the, 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 the satellite office. And, you know, we did well. Uh, I was by myself, and then we brought, I, brought a, I brought somebody in. And then that fear comes up again. What if we don't get along? Um, how yeah. am I, am I going to get along <laughs> with this person? Well, you know, at that time, Tom, I will share with you in the audience, at the time, I didn't, again, know love versus fear. All I knew is I just wanted to have some fun and... Yeah. You know, uh, and I was I was experiencing fear, being scared of of certain mm-hmm. things un- unfolding, and of course, uh, because I did not acknowledge the fear and didn't really go into it, I just ignored the fear. You yeah. know, and when we ignore fears, what happens? It follows us, or we manifest it because it's our worst fears realized because we're giving it so much energy, um, yeah. and so yeah. unconsciously giving it so much energy. My Business partner decided to take the limousine down to Seattle one day, and uh, I had a job the same day. And uh, you know, so I get up in the morning and I'm getting my shower, I get my suit on. Uh, it was a Sunday morning. It was like seven o'clock in the morning. I go out and the limousine's not there, and I'm like, oh, he must have taken it to the store. No big deal. So okay. uh, I go back in and I'm like, wait a second. <laughs> he, he, yeah. he got. Wait a second. <laughs> That's not right. He didn't just go to the store. Seven o'clock in the morning. 
And I'm right. like, oh, on my God, Sunday, what happened right. to what happened to it? Did it get stolen? So I, yeah. I, I, all of a sudden, the fear sets in. Well, as it turns out, yes, he did drive it to Seattle. My, 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 I, had to can- I called him up on the, on the phone at the time and, and said, where are you? He said, I'm in Seattle. I said, well, i got a job to do here. I said, I need this limousine back. i got a yeah. six-hour limousine job. And uh, he says, well, I won't be back for another few days. And I'm like, what? I said, that's uh, our only yeah. car. I said, you can't just, you know, what are you doing? And then I find that I come to find, and remember, my fear in the beginning was, am I, is this the right guy? You know, this uh-huh. is the right business partner for me. I, you know, I had a feeling that this was not the right thing, but I was like, I was scared that, that this right. wasn't going to work out. Well, the next thing I know, I got some guy knocking on the door asking for Rick. And I said, no, Rick's not here. He says, well, where's the keys for the limousine? I want the limousine. I said, well, okay. I don't understand what you're talking about. I was scared because the guy was bigger than me. And he was okay. on, a, and he was on a Harley Davidson. Right. No offense to Harley <laughs> Davidson riders, by the way. Uh, and he had a patch on his back. Okay. Okay. So I didn't yeah. need to ask many more questions. I said the limousine's not here, and uh, so that was the end of that. And I was like, oh my god. Mm. Then the next day, of course, he comes back, and actually the limousine's back. I told Rick what happened and about this guy, and you know he just say, said, oh, he says I don't know what who that guy was. He must have the rather wrong. And again, my fear was, well, this guy showed yeah. up again at the door. Rick wasn't there. He asked for the limousine, and I said, yeah, here you go. <laughs> you know, I said, take it. I said, I, I'm done. And I said, take the car. As it turns out, Rick had been dealing with drugs and cocaine and everything else. And he owed, and, someone and he money. owed somebody money, yeah, and they right. took the car. So, uh-huh. you know, my worst fear realized. And, of yeah. course, did I want to go into business again? Are you kidding me? Right. No, of course not. <laughs> no way am I going into business right. again. No. But, I, but see, I, the next time you can listen to that radar well, that goes that's off, right. then you fear know, so can be we, useful. Right. So like fear can be useful. Maybe I need to evaluate this or think about this person or whatever. But right. yeah, go ahead. So fast forward now to I'm starting a new business called Contact Talk Radio you know, uh-huh. 10, 10 years ago. Uh, well, mm-hmm. no, 12, 13 years ago now. But, uh, you know, do I am I experiencing fear? Well, I'm going to, I'm going into business with my wife. Yeah, you know, a whole other set of issues, a whole other set of whole other That's set right. of thoughts coming up, and and uh-huh. I didn't see and now I didn't see them as issues. I just saw them as thoughts, and I thought, you know what, I'm not going to make any the, the same mistakes I made last time, and the same mistakes uh-huh. were I didn't listen to my fear, but everything about this was feeling right for me. This was not about everything was feeling right, everything was feeling good, and to this day, everything has felt right because yeah. I did not. For one thing, I acknowledge the fears. Mm-hmm. Of it in the very beginning, I acknowledged the fears and went. You know what? I'm not going to give any power to this because I know in my heart that this is the right way to go. Exactly, and that's exactly. where the love came in. I listened I, to my heart. I do this exercise where um, I do this with my clients, but I do it mostly with myself. You know, pretty much on a daily basis, where part of me says, "Oh, but I wouldn't want that to happen," and I'm afraid mm-hmm. of that or afraid of this. And I say, "Okay, well, what's the worst thing that can happen?" Kind of like the the wise grounded part of me comes forward and says, "Okay, okay, let, no, let, let's go down that that road of you know the thing we don't usually want to imagine or we can't stop imagining, but we don't want to. Mm-hmm. What's the worst thing that can happen?" And then this part of me says, "Well, this this and spells it out." And I say, "Okay, what would you do if if that were the case?" And this part mm-hmm. of me, you know, this parts of me, they don't know what to do. And so you have, you know, having them or having myself kind of walk into it and, well, what, what would happen if this worst case scenario happened? Imagining it. Mm-hmm. So, and that's one of the tools that I use to, and then accepting, okay, you know, then this terrible thing would happen and everything would be different. And that's, that's one of the tool, the tools that I use. And, and then when people come to me with something that, that surprised them that they're afraid of what might happen next, I kind of, don't I'm not always nearly as afraid because I run through some, 
you know, uh, you know, the terrible contingencies in my head. Okay, well, if that were true, what's the worst case? You know, and then I make peace with it. So I might even have somebody in front of me saying, no, but this is a terrible thing. And I say, okay, well, you know, what would happen if, you know, it's really a, it's really a, a weird place to be in. But I mean, I have my own fears, but this is how I work with them. Mm-hmm. You know, I have a, mm-hmm. what's the worst thing that could happen? Yeah. And, um, and, uh, so that, that's great. That's, you know, well, it's just an interesting way to do it. It is. And, you know, and I'm so glad that, that I listened to my heart and embraced any fears that I had. And they, when I say mm-hmm. embrace, because when you embrace the fears, there's nothing else left but love. Yeah, it's, that's the other point. You know? Because and something you said earlier, I think this is the other thing that I that I had forgotten earlier was this idea of um uh you know we're afraid, we're afraid of something. I think you brought it up right before the the other break in terms of a uh, a relationship. Well, we're we're you know we're afraid of losing that person, afraid right. of hurting them, something like that. And it's kind of like all the time there exists part of us that mm-hmm. is able to come back to mm-hmm. you know being compassionate working from a place of love and mm-hmm. and so while you know well, we're not going to advocate you don't happen to agree we don't advocate the kind of wishing it away or meditating up into our seventh chakra so we don't have to deal with the fears yeah. but but um but but actually looking at it but then coming back right you know having right. that place and so even as particular fears come up about this day or this week in your business uh, you know, you're still motivated by that. I have, I have faith that this is a good thing. That's right, and, and, and able to come back. And Tom, I, I, you know, I wanted to speak quickly because uh, yeah, yeah. the energy part of it. Um, you know, there is a certain amount of energy work that I do on myself to help myself embrace the embrace the fear. I have to move through the energy. Okay. Where am I feeling it in my body? Where am I? Where is this? Where is this feeling in my body? And and I do yeah, work with the exactly. chakras to to help clear myself of any fears and, and, and use those tools because that's what they are. They're tools. And if we don't use the tools, how can yeah. we, how can we expect to change and help ourselves? And, you know, I'm so glad I listened to my heart because here we are 13 years later and I still feel like I'm, uh, I still feel like uh, I'm a newlywed. Yeah. You exactly. Know? And in right. business with my wife, I mean, are you kidding me? I can't mm-hmm. be, you can't, things can't be better than that, you know? Yeah. Uh, and, and so it, it's awesome. But I, I have to say that, you know, when it comes to moving through your fears and embracing your fears, especially in relationships and stuff, it's really challenging. And, and I, yeah. and I don't wish it upon anybody that, that anybody who's in a relationship and they're experiencing the fear and the change and everything else, it's hard. It, it really is. It's hard because you, you, you've put these expectations on yourself that you're going to stay with this person for the next hundred years. And all of a yeah. sudden, three years later, you're finding yourself not with a home, you know, all that stuff. Yeah, so anyways, right. um, I, I just want to, I want to just quickly say thank you for, for ever so much for bringing me on your show today. I have had such a yeah, great time, you know, thank you, Cameron. I really, I really appreciate it. And, and, uh, we have just about, you know, a, a half a minute left, but I'll say that, uh, uh, I knew something interesting would come up, but I wasn't sure what it was, but it felt like the right thing to do. And, and so, uh, I, I'm really, I'm really glad to, to have you and thank, thank you again. Thank you. Thank you again. And so, um, just to, just to wrap it up, just to put, uh, uh, listeners attention on a couple things that, that, uh, October 20th event in Venice, California, if they're in the, in the LA area, come out noon to two at Mystic Journey Bookstore. Uh, the November 21st, uh, um, uh, Lilith webinar, and also uh, my guest next week will be uh, Adam Ellenboss, an astrologer who's uh, hosting that webinar, so you'll be able to hear from both of us about that. Uh, thanks for joining me, and uh, have a great week. You've been listening to The Soul's Journey with Tom Jacobs, a fresh look at astrology and soul, inspired by channeled wisdom. For more information, tune in every Wednesday at 7 p.m. Pacific. 
connect with Tom directly via www.tdjacobs.com. That's tdjacobs.com. 